You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, episode 15. One of my most popular reels is the one where it's raining money on me. And the text is something like, if I had a quarter for every time I cancel something that wasn't in alignment with my business and me, I would have so much money. You might be wondering, why have I canceled so many things? Am I flaky? What's the deal? I'm going to teach through story in this episode, so you'll get to hear about some offers from my own business after the jump. To get more detail on anything I've mentioned, go to clearquartzcreative.co slash 15. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantel, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. To start off this episode on canceling offers that don't align, we're going to start with a definition in case you're unfamiliar with the lingo. An offer at its simplest is something that is for sale in your business, something that you are offering for your ideal clients to buy that will help them solve their problem. It's most likely if you're listening to this, you are a service provider. So an offer can be a service. It can also be a course or a membership or a group coaching program or anything like that. So ideally, we would know if a service or an offer wasn't aligned before we put it out into the world. But honestly, that hasn't truly been the case for me. Sometimes it's only after I put something out there and I've started to promote it and talk about it or have conversations around it that I realize that actually it's something that doesn't quite feel right. Other times I notice that my interest is waning or things just aren't lining up. And that's how I know. And then other times I realize when I cross check with my mission, vision, values, and ideal client profile, and I realize that it actually isn't a good fit. For all of those reasons and probably more, I have canceled quite a few offers in the past. Many of my students and clients seem to want permission to cancel offers that don't align. They seem to want permission outside of themselves, i.e. from me. The same thing I tell them applies to you too. You don't need anyone's permission but your own to cancel an offer that isn't in alignment with you anymore. And through this episode, I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to start with a story. So the example is from my own business. I started a group coaching program. It was a 12-week program. This was about two years ago. It was based on Jen Sincero's book, You Are Badass. I was selling it for $111. It had meditations, it had a workbook, it had a weekly call for the group that dove a little deeper into the book's topics. I started marketing it and I did a giveaway and I tried to do the whole launch thing and I think that I had two sales. They might have been discounted, I can't remember. The fact that I only had two sales probably should have been an indication that I should have just canceled this 
altogether. But what I did was I canceled the money part of it and I made it a free beta. Unless this option feels really aligned to you, please don't do this. I learned from the experience, but it was a long 12 weeks. And what I tried to do here was because I had signups already, I was trying to proceed in some way that was equivalent or better for the client. So for the people who had paid, equivalent or better was, you know, I gave them their money back in hopes that if I had more people join, I would be able to run the test with a larger group and see how the offer would play out. First of all, I probably didn't need a beta in the first place because it was a very valuable offer. And the real problem was probably that I underpriced it. Because I was a newer business owner at the time, I didn't know how to read my own signs that the offer was out of alignment. Had I known then what I know now, I would have noticed that... I felt uneasy promoting it. I was dealing with scarcity mindset and lack mindset around pricing it. I was creating this offer based on not much from my audience. I was creating it based on that I had enjoyed the book and I had gotten a lot out of it. I felt that people could get a lot more out of it if they spent a little bit more time interacting with the book, went more in depth and had more detail and actually did the journaling exercises. But I didn't do any market research and the reception was very lukewarm. All of those things, like how I was feeling marketing it and what the response was, I could have read that better as just the offer not being aligned for that time, but I didn't and I proceeded with the offer. What I learned from this experience is number one, $111 for something that was 12 weeks long and had multiple downloads and multiple touch points with me. That was just too little money. Another thing I learned is that 12 weeks is too long for my attention span. I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but as a manifesting generator in human design, I am designed to work very project-based and often on shorter projects because I have shorter bursts of creative energy where I'm very passionate about things, but only for a certain time. And then I notice that my energy just starts to level off. So 12 weeks for an offer for a group offer was just too long. I also learned that group offers are not for me because I had to go through the whole 12 weeks of it anyways. I just didn't enjoy it is the honest truth. I prefer one-on-one -on -one interaction. I'm like this in general in my life. I prefer to be one-on-one -on -one with friends rather than in a whole group or at a party. I prefer to have one conversation rather than be 10 people trying to talk at a table. Knowing myself and knowing my preferences and working it into my business at the time would have been much more helpful for me. Three takeaways from this. 111, too low for a 12-week group offer. 12 weeks, too long for my attention span. And group offers, not really for me. I wish I could say that I never underpriced an offer again or I never offered another group offer again, but sometimes I have to learn a lesson repeatedly. Maybe you are the same. Cue example number two. After a really successful first launch of the Aligned Action Workshop, which I held live in February and now is available evergreen, I initially tried to pitch three follow-up options at the end of the live experience. I had about... 75% of registrants 
show up to the daily sessions live, which was a really high number. 30 people or so who showed up live on that last day of the workshop waited patiently as I talked for eight minutes about the offers webinar style at the end of the eighth day's training. Then for two weeks, I tried to be in launch mode on Instagram. I didn't have my content together. I wasn't showing up on stories. I hadn't batched or prepared anything. I didn't have any fancy graphics. I was honestly feeling a little sorry for myself and wondering why not a single person was messaging me about any of the offers. I wasn't leveraging my email list. I wasn't having one-on-one conversations. I wasn't doing a great job of explaining who the follow-up options would be best for and why people would want to sign up for them. The reality is that I was feeling embarrassed. I was so tired and wiped out from two weeks of live delivery of the program and interacting one-on-one in the Slack because the program has a, a fairly heavy Slack component on my end where I am available to give feedback on participants' worksheets and the work that they're creating as part of the modules. And then I was tired after prepping eight modules worth of learning materials and slides. So in this two weeks after the last day of trying to pitch that, the panic was starting to rise that these offers weren't catching. I had a very warm audience. I had so many of them show up live. People were loving the workshop. It was getting good reviews, good testimonials. And so I was left thinking, what am I doing wrong? And I sat on this for another week or so, kind of quietly talked about the offers a little bit when I felt like it, but not a whole lot. I just paused and had to look inward. I realized that I was selling the wrong offers. Again, I was giving too many confusing next steps in the name of giving people choice. I just wasn't designing the offers in a way that was aligned with me. One of the things was a group program. It's a lesson that I should have learned a year and a half prior. Another option was an eight-week mastermind. Again, probably too long for me. And so the universe at this point is probably like, look, lady, I've told you once, I've told you twice, group offers are not for you. Stop. But everyone in the marketing world is telling me that I need group offers to scale. So I was feeling conflicted. And I know that this is a familiar feeling for you. I just know it because my clients tell me stories of feeling this way all the time. You want to listen to your inner knowing and to what's aligned for you, but you're having trouble letting go of that mainstream advice. I get it. I've been there before and I'll be there again and you probably will be too. We'll all be there less often the more we start following our own inner alignment and awareness. Why? Because that grows self-trust. Every time you listen to you instead of some Instagram post or some online coach, you get a little wiser. This time, the message from the universe, the message from my intuition was strong enough. I canceled the mastermind. I canceled the group option. I canceled all three potential next steps. Not that it was impacting anyone because no one had signed up for any of them, but I canceled all of it. I decided to cancel it not so quietly. I decided to cancel all of it with an Instagram live where I was honest. I think it's saved to my profile still back from March 
if you want to check it out. I share these details with you because I want you to know that this still happens to me. This isn't even an old story. It's like five months ago. And I'm telling you this honestly, and I'm giving you this transparent look, even though it could potentially be seen as embarrassing. Alignment isn't a destination. It's a journey. It's a during, it's an always, an ongoing. It's not an after. It's not something that I have and you don't. Alignment is something that we are all in relationship with within our business. Did I worry about looking like a fool with so many canceled offers? Yeah, a little. Did I get scared that my authority was taking a hit? Yep. But am I glad that I canceled these offers anyway and didn't move forward with them knowing that they weren't right? Totally. A key indicator for me that an offer isn't aligned is that I struggle to show up to talk about it. I ghost myself on my own account. I put off writing the emails. I don't send the messages. I make so many excuses for myself. And then eventually I remember that, oh, these are my signs. When I'm putting something out there that isn't the right delivery for me, like it might be a good concept, but it should have been a downloadable product instead, or it's a good idea, but it should have been a one-to-one VIP service with a shorter time frame. These are my tells. You probably have tells as well. The first step is to notice what those are. What are some of the behaviors? What are some of the feelings and sensations that come up for you when something isn't aligned? The more that you get to know what that not aligned feeling is, the more you can move away from that and move towards alignment instead. But in case you need to hear it from someone other than the little voice in your head, you can cancel an offer or stop offering a service no matter how public it is, no matter how many people have already signed up. And that's because entrepreneurship is all about applying your learning and experiences to help you make continuously better decisions. If you're in the middle of offering something right now that no longer feels aligned, stop. It's okay. It's okay to cancel that, take time, work towards offering something that is aligned. In all honesty, If you cancel something, you're likely creating space for something even better to fill its spot. Now, an extra note on canceling offers once people have registered or once they've booked. This you should approach with a tiny bit more caution because if you have clients who've already committed to your offer, then it gets a little harder to cancel, right? In this case, here are some best practices. Offer a replacement that is equivalent or better. That could mean offering a refund for any part that wasn't delivered. Make sure to apologize for the inconvenience and above all, explain with honesty. People are going to be so much more understanding if you show up with the honest truth. And then whether you're canceling once some people have opted in or whether you've caught the out of alignment feeling before anyone else signs up, you'll want to go to your brand values for ways to make even your cancellation of an offer more on brand and turn it into a learning experience. If you're an aligned action student, you know I am constantly talking about brand values. You probably are getting a little sick of hearing me talk about it, but it's important, so I'm going to press on. Why apply your brand values to something like canceling an offer? You might be wondering, why should I apply my brand values to canceling something that's out of alignment? I'm gonna give you a couple of examples to explain it. Example number one, imagine that you are an accountability coach. One of your brand values is curiosity. In this scenario, 
you could get curious within yourself to reflect on what's going on for you. You could also get curious with your clients. What intrigued them about the offer? What excited them about the transformation? Or what did they like about the delivery? Get curious and get their input to help you build the next offer in better alignment. And then look within. Get curious. What initially attracted you to this service offering? Why did it seem like a fit? And more importantly, when did it stop feeling that way? What emotions or thoughts supported the aligned and the not aligned feelings? Get really curious with yourself in this scenario if your brand value is curiosity. As another example, let's say that you are a breathwork facilitator and individuality is a value that's important to you. Maybe you'll want to send a unique card in the mail to any clients who are being affected, or you might want to record a video for each of them to personalize your message to that individual. Ask yourself what, if anything, in the offer that you decided to cancel wasn't in line with your value of individuality. Was there a disconnect there that you hadn't noticed yet? Again, you want to encourage yourself to go inward. Why did this offer initially seem like a breath of fresh air? What seemed unique or individual about your idea? Now, I hope that you can see through these examples that repeatedly connecting back to your values is for one main reason. And that main reason is to give you the consistency and to give you the feeling of permission granted that you're craving. It's going to reassure you that no experience is lost. Because you don't know what's in perfect alignment yet, you're always learning and you're growing. Applying your values here is going to reinforce that feeling of I am still living out my brand values even though I'm canceling an offer. And that increases the inner sensation and the inner feeling of coherence as in You do what you say you're going to do and you act logically as well as based on your feelings. Every time you cancel an offer, you have more information. You can apply that experience to the next offer that you create. And in this way, you are increasing your self-trust rather than feeling like you're breaking or diminishing your self-trust by canceling something. You're giving yourself a little bit of a mindset reframe here by applying your brand values and increasing that cohesion and coherence, you are building your self-trust. Instead of letting this be an example of a time that you let yourself down, you're shifting powerfully the way that you are representing yourself in this experience. Action step time. The next time that you want to cancel an offer, number one, pause and think. Do some reflection and take time to feel into what you really want, not anyone else, what you really want. Number two, follow your alignment and either continue with the offer or cancel the offer and trust yourself with whatever you choose. Number three, if you choose to cancel, take care of your people. Number four, apply your values as you reflect on the experience. And number five, take notes so that you're learning from your experiences and you keep getting better and better at following your own alignment. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. 
If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.